you are listening to the tales of teaching episode 19 and then in this episode i will be covering what i like to do during the summertime in order to prepare myself mentally and physically for the new um, upcoming school year i also touch a little bit on um how kind of corona or covid is going to maybe affect us this year so if you're a little anxious um about that make sure you guys stay till the end of the episode to check that piece out as well and just thank you in general for tuning in today Welcome to the Tales of Teaching podcast, a place where I hope you can find inspiration, creativity, and most importantly, someone to relate to. Teaching can be tough as I'm sure you know, so I'm hoping this can be a space where we can motivate one another to take teaching to a whole new level. First of all, I just wanted to say welcome back, you guys. I'm so excited to be recording again, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for being patient during my um, my break, <laughs> mind you. Um, now that I've kind of posted some things on my Instagram, maybe hopefully some of you guys understand why I decided to take a break. Um, if not, I quickly will discuss. Um, my mom, unfortunately, passed away in March. Obviously, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the fact that COVID has been happening, and so there's been lots of things kind of having to do on that end. And then also good news is um, I just, well, I didn't, I just, I found out in January that um, we are expecting a little bundle of joy to the family. And so that's kind of been taking a lot of time and energy preparing, as I'm sure if you're a mom, you know. Um, <clears throat> but now that everything is kind of good again it's summertime i don't have to worry about distance learning um i have all the time in the world to record for you guys and so i really hope you appreciate um the next couple ideas of episodes that i have coming out for you guys so today in honor of it being summertime hopefully for most of you um i'm gonna go ahead and kind of discuss what i typically like to do in the summer i know some people think that teachers don't do anything in the summer, um, but I most certainly do. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm super workaholic and I almost like need something to get me going. Otherwise I go crazy. So I'm just gonna kind of discuss kind of what I do. I get this question quite a, quite a lot, like how can I prepare for next year? And so um, that's kind of what I'm going to be covering today. So first of all, I'm gonna go ahead and say yes, I do relax, and yes, I go on vacations. Um, obviously, that's probably not happening this year. Typically, I actually go to Hawaii with my family. My my dad has a timeshare, my parents had a timeshare in Kauai, and so we like to usually go there during the summertime. Um, and then my in-laws, they love going to Hawaii too, so sometimes I get to double dip and go to quite a few different Hawaiian locations, but this summer it's looking like a lot of 
local spots. I was thankful to be able to go to a family house in Lake Tahoe and just kind of have a nice long relaxing vacation there. And then I have a friend who has a house in Lake Arrowhead. Um, and so going to do a nice long weekend. And so that is the plans of vacationing, I guess you can say because of Corona. Thank you, Corona. Um, and with me being pregnant, probably not safe to fly, um, kind of in the next couple of weeks. Plus I don't think I'd want to fly because of Corona, but that's just me and teach their own. Um, but yes, teachers do go relax and they go on vacation. So I don't want you to think like you're constantly need to be working throughout summer or if you get that kind of like working guilt, like, oh, I need to be doing something. Honestly, taking care of yourself is the number one priority. If you're not feeling creative and you're not feeling like working, don't because you're, that's just kind of when you're going to kind of push yourself to, um, burnout and you don't want that the that's what summer is for to recoup and get your creative juices flowing again and your love for teaching flowing again so that's the number one priority so i just wanted to jump out there and say that this is actually also the first summer since i've started teaching that i haven't had to teach summer school and let me just tell you it's been amazing <laughs> not that i didn't love teaching summer school or hanging out with those students but it's been really really nice just to focus right away on um relaxation and not just jumping back on the wagon okay so <clears throat> let's go ahead and start off with kind of what i like to do first and this is kind of just for me um and i take notes kind of throughout the school year of what worked what didn't um of the way or the the um what's it called the <laughs> order there we go that you teach your curriculum so one of my very first things that kind of is low takes a little bit of time take a takes a little bit of brain power and I can kind of spread it out is kind of mapping out to my overview of my curriculum um and so this is something very minor you're not going into the nitty-gritty like for example we just did um i just did my math one and i just simply lay out a calendar from for the new year so we start in august so from august to may i'll lay out my calendar and just kind of look at the curriculum overview how long it says it's supposed to take um, I look at the topics, like did I like the order that I taught it in last year, and just kind of move things around to kind of make it flow a little better. I'll take a look at my district calendar and see where all the new PDs are or school holidays and just see if I like the flow of how the curriculum is laid out with what our new school schedule is going to be. So that's something that I... I don't know why I love doing <laughs> just just like helps me ease of mind and I don't stick to it like to a T it's just to kind of get I guess get my mind my mindset right and to get me thinking about the school year and so I do this for every subject and so one thing that's kind of nice is almost having um, one for each subject just so you can kind of see and then I like to have like a grand scheme one where literally all the subjects are on there and so that way you can kind of see if anything can connect or if you can do some kind of cross-curricular activities and um, I just feel like this helps me feel organized before kind of jumping in 
to like going back into my classroom or doing something like that. Like this is something I could easily do on my computer. And if you have, if you do this, it really only takes a long time for the very first time you do this because every, every time after that, you're really only changing things. Like if your school gets a new curriculum or if you decide you want to move some things around, like, ooh, I really did not like teaching dividing decimals first. I'm gonna kind of move that back a little bit. And so it kind of comes with a little bit of trial and error. And again, I keep a little notebook um, on my desk and I just write these ideas as the school year goes. So this is the kind of the time where I'd pull that out and just see what I suggested. Cause you will not remember and do not tell yourself that you're going to remember. So I highly suggest getting like a little notebook or something, does not have to be anything fancy. Okay, so that is the fun part and then, um, I like to kind of almost like, I love doing like room transformations. Um, so doing a grand scheme like, or a grand map of all the curriculum, it's kind of nice to have an overview to decide, okay, what are the tough areas of the year going to be? What are the slow areas of the year going to be? And then that's kind of where you can map out how you can amp up your engagement. Um, so I like to kind of see like, okay, wow, we're teaching, I'm teaching this really, really tough, topic in the month of October this might be fun to do some type of fun like glow spider room transformation kind of deal and so that kind of gets you kind of planning in that sense and if you're anything like me and you like doing room transformations it's kind of nice to map everything out ahead of time um, and then kind of look to see what you've already bought and then maybe buy a couple things now um, while you're bored um, or kind of do the DIYs now while you have the time. And so that's kind of also why I like to do that. Um, and like I said, this is not super, super in depth. It's literally just planning at a glance. So basically I would just have lesson one is uh, dividing decimals. Lesson two is then dividing double. Like, so I would write down like what the topic is, but that's pretty much it. Just so I can kind of see the progression of things. And I also kind of take a look like, okay, last year, this lesson needed to be taught two day, like for two days. So I'll kind of elongate, um, some, of my lessons too. So that's kind of what my very, very first step is. Like I said, it doesn't take a little bit of time. You can do a little bit at a time. It makes you feel like you're working, but isn't a lot. Um, the next piece that in a typical school year I would do is um, as soon as I get the okay from our custodian that our rooms have been cleaned, I like to kind of go into my classroom and get it in order. Um, so I, because I commute, <laughs> like to go in as soon as possible basically because then I'm not, I don't feel rushed. Um, my husband works during the day, so there's really not much for me to do during my summers. All my friends are working, so I'm like, okay, let's just go in for a couple hours. It gives me a chance to visit my family um, when I'm done and just kind of work and, you know, I don't know. I feel it, I find it very therapeutic to be working in my classroom. I don't know about you guys, that's just me. Um, and that's kind of where you're gonna do all the like organizational bits. Like if I needed to reorganize my library, that's kind of when I would do that. Um, I organize supplies. I just kind of really do the organizational stuff, not so much getting my classroom quite ready yet. Um, and for the most part, I moved classrooms last year, so I really don't have that much work to do. In my school district, we're allowed to keep paper and border up just as long as it still looks nice. Like if it's starting to get tattered and gross and faded, obviously it's time to put some new paper up, but I just put paper up last summer, so I know 
I'm and I actually like the look of it believe it or not so I'm actually gonna leave everything I left everything up just the way it is I got a couple new furniture pieces um, given to me, obviously, by my mom's classroom. It, that part was actually kind of nice because she had so much great stuff. So I got to kind of dig through her classroom and grab some new furniture pieces that I like. So I'll be trying to figure out where I'm putting it all. But that's kind of like the things I like to do, um, you know, clean out. I have like little student supply pieces and so I like to kind of clean those out and kind of do that so that to me very therapeutic um we get to put paper up on our bookshelves so I take those down and kind of just like do a deep cleaning of everything um like I said that's what a typical summer looks like I'm not quite sure what our school year is even going to look like yet so I'm just kind of kind of maybe going to wait on that piece until I get um, some type of say as to what the school year is going to look like. I am also going on maternity leave. Um, I'm due in September. So again, that's why I'm also a little nervous because I can't plan because I don't know what the school year is going to look like and it's driving me crazy. But um, sorry to go off on a tangent, but that's kind of what I like to do in my classroom. Um, and just a little bit at a time, I'll play some music, kind of really get into the jam. And again, I like going super early because not a lot of other teachers are there. So I know I'm not going to get easily distracted by fellow colleagues popping in and wanting to talk because as lovely it is, it is to see everybody after the summer, sometimes I just go into work <laughs> to want to work. Sorry. Um, okay. So... After I've kind of done those organizational pieces and I feel like everything is kind of where it needs to be, again, because I moved classrooms last year, I might need to do a little bit more organization as I figured out where to finally place things. So that's what I like to do. Then I like to kind of move our desks around and kind of figure out some good formations that I like. I change seats once a month to kind of keep things fresh. I change my formations like maybe every other month to keep things fresh. I'm like constantly trying things, trying new things to see what works best. And because I'm in a new classroom, I kind of feel like I haven't found that yet. Um, again, not sure what that's going to look like. Am I going to have less desks to have to move around? Because that would be nice. Um, at the moment, I, in our um, classrooms, well, in in the olden times, I guess I should say, we were allowed to have thirty up to 33 students in our class. Um, we don't have super huge rooms, so there's only so much you can do with 33 large desks in a small room. So once you find out the magic formation, I would love um, to hear that. Um, so that's kind of what I typically like to do and just kind of move those around until I find something that I like. And then that's kind of, once I find something, then... That's kind of what I like to try to stick with. So I don't know why. Organization first, then moving the desks around. Um, and then I kind of would kind of maybe revamp some of my bulletin boards. Again, I don't like to put too much stuff up at the beginning of the year because I really don't know what that year is going to entail. Um, I just kind of have the border and the paper and that's pretty much it. And I really don't think I'm going to add any, too, any new things this year just because of the way this school year is already feeling like. Um, it's just so much different. And so I might just be focusing on the things that I feel comfortable with the way they are. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. <laughs> um, so after I kind of feel like I have my classroom in order, that usually takes me about only like a week or two. 
Um, like I said, I, I like to go in every day and just kind of get it done. And once it's done, then I can feel like I can enjoy my summer. Um, so then is kind of when I work on some TPT products. So of course, during the school year, it's kind of a little bit harder to work on those bigger projects that you have or those bigger ideas that you have. So again, like I do with my ideas when teaching, when ideas come to me for TPT, I have like a document on my computer and I'll just kind of look at that document and kind of start the big projects that I really did not have time for um, in the school year. So for some examples, I always get constantly get people asking if I'm going to be working on Mars Patel season three. The answer is yes. I did not have time to this last school year because so much craziness went down. I do have the product started, but I just have not had a chance to finish it. I It's been a while since I've listened to the episodes, so I need to actually sit down and listen to all those again. And just kind of like little things like that. Um, I also like to, if you're a TPT seller, I love updating things that maybe seem a little bit outdated. This past year, I've been taking a look at some of my very, very first new products. And <laughs> they could really use a facelift with how much I've changed as a creator now. So that's been kind of a fun little task is revamping those old products into kind of something that kind of is a little bit higher to my to my standards. And I find it actually pretty fun to do that. I will look at very old covers and think, what, that needs a revamp. Um, it does not even look like the covers that I have in all my stuff now. And um, if you are anything like me, you want everything to always be branded and to like be your colors and your fonts that you use. So that's been kind of fun too, it's updating just even the cover. Cause I feel like sometimes just updating the cover kind of gives it a fresh look like it's something brand new when it's something that really isn't. Okay, so then also with those products, I also like to kind of add things to make them better. Like for example, I just kind of revamped um, a pair of growth mindset posters. They were my old classroom style, not so much my new classroom style. So I just kind of revamped those to make them a little bit more simple and modern rather than the super colorful theme that I went for my very first year. So just kind of making them more versatile, I guess you can say. Um, and then last but not least, I know I really dislike doing this sometimes, but they are helpful is to maybe comb through all your reviews and see, is there anything that maybe they've been reviewing on that I need to tweak or I need to fix or I need to add? And so I kind of comb through those and look at those and see um, what to fix because a lot of times as uncomfortable as it is to kind of read maybe those not so glowing reviews i find those to be the most helpful because it tells me what i need to do to make it the very best product that it possibly can be okay so after i've been kind of working on my tpt products that's kind of when i'm starting to feel a little inspired again so i will usually choose like maybe one or two fun lessons that i want to work on for my class for the new school year um this right now i've been really focusing on house groups and getting that more organized um Every, every, <laughs> every year, there's, I get so many more fun new ideas for that concept. And so that's another reason why I love that as my, um, my classroom management system. And so this year I'm kind of adding some fun things. I'm mapping out actually what, um, what house games ideas that I have rather than just kind of thinking of them on the spot. Kind of, so that part will be more organized, um, 
And again, it's just kind of one of those things. Whenever you have something that you feel like you can always build on top of year after year, that's kind of the little spots that I go back to. So for example, we got a new social studies curriculum last year. I just kind of really tried it out, kind of saw the holes in it. And so this year I feel more prepared. So I know exactly kind of how to plan it out. And so I'm going to go back and look at our social studies um, lineup and kind of figure out how I want to add now my own spark to it. Because I always, always, always try to give the curriculum the benefit of the doubt and I use it exactly as it's intended to. Um, and I'm lucky that at our school district, they really allow us to do pretty much anything. Um, so I'm going to try to play around with the curriculum and see how now I can put my own spin on it now that I gave it the old one-two try. I've seen what I liked, I've seen what I didn't like, and now I can kind of morph it to make it even better than how I taught it last year. Um, so those are kind of like the little things that I like to work on. Um, it's kind of almost like my goal. I've mentioned this, I think, in my one of my first episodes. Um, every year I like to focus on one goal or one thing. And so that's kind of when I'll pull that, that idea out and start working on it. So for me, it's going to be kind of really taking hold of the new social studies that we got and making it my own. Um, I feel like I've really done a good job with teaching math this past year with adding fun games and ways to make it engaging and hands-on. And so, and with science, science usually always comes naturally to me. So naturally to me, I think personally, social studies needs to come next. Um, and so that's kind of what I like to work on. <laughs> now, comes the part that's maybe not so fun. Um, well, I don't know. It depends on, I guess, your personality. Um, organizing all the things. So like I said, organizing your classroom, that part, you know, was earlier but now this is kind of more organizing on my computer. I don't know about you guys, but my um, computer gets filled quite quickly with files, pictures, screenshots, little images all over my desktop. So um, I don't know where I read this at, but someone had once said like, you can tell how um, stressed or overwhelmed a teacher is by how cluttered their desktop is. And so I like to just kind of do a quick cleanup, um, I'll organize things, delete things, and back up things on a drive for maybe that I don't really need on the computer, but obviously want to save for teachers pay teachers reasons. And so I'll kind of um, work on cleaning that up. I like to make or I like to organize and make folders by subjects and delete the things that I don't need or that I have a million copies of. I don't know why I do this. I'm sure some people do the same. But instead of like downloading a file off of Teachers Pay Teachers and just reusing the one that's downloaded, I re-download the same thing like 50 times because it's just quicker than trying to search for it. And so a lot of times I'll find I'll have like 10 of the same file all downloaded on my computer. And so... That's no fun. And so this summer, I'm really trying hard to kind of organize things by categories. So things that are designed for my math lesson unit one, I made a folder and put it in there. And I found out finally how to create colored folders on uh, my Mac. Um, I'll put a video up of that later. And that's been really fun just to kind of make the folders organized and colorful and pretty and then putting those folders in another folder titled math. And so that's been just kind of fun really organizing things so things are easier to find on my computer. Um, I find that 
when I'm creating things during the school year, I really don't have time to throw things, which I probably should. Where they're supposed to go, they just kind of float on my desktop or I'll just put them in my file just for class, my stuff for my classroom, um, which is fun in the long scheme of things because it keeps things nice. But then when you, as soon as you open up that folder, there's like a million things in there and I don't even know what's what. So that's kind of one thing I like to do <laughs> along with my desktop. I'm sure you guys have the same problem. Um, my Google Drive. We're a Google school and my Google Drive, you guys, gets insanely cluttered. I have, again, co copies of copies of copies of things. Um, you, I feel like after your class is done, you don't really need their files. I like to keep some samples of things, but you might want to go back and delete um, old classwork from Google Classroom because you know how it makes it saves all their files. Um, I probably don't need my classwork's files from five years ago, so I go back and I delete those. I like to keep, again, some of them as examples when it comes to writing. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I'm able to show an example of student work, um, especially when it comes to writing, I feel like it helps inspire them a little bit and kind of sets the tone and gives them a really good idea of what's expected of them. So one thing that, again, going back to the colors, is that you can actually organize your folders on Google Drive by color. Um, I believe you just right click on it and then there's an option to change the color and you just pick what color you want. Um, I also saw that you can add cute little emojis to them. I saw somebody do that and you can do that through the app called JoyPixel um, for Google and that part, that's just fun in itself. Um, I use the emo those emojis for anything, so I feel like if anything, that's just a good um, app you should download for your Chrome extensions. Um, and I feel like going into the new year, once my like desktop is nice and clean and once my Google Drive is nice and clean, um, I feel kind of at ease. Um, I am kind of more of a tech teacher, and so if my technology is not organized, then I feel super, super crazy. Um, and that's kind of really it, you guys. This was like a little short, um, short episode for you guys, but that's typically what I do in the summertime. Um, again, I do not do this all in the same month. If anything, I use the whole month. We get out in May. I use the whole month of June to kind of recover. <laughs> so I especially after corona i feel like i need almost like two months to recover after that headache of a um, distance learning year but um i like am just now thinking what is it almost the end of june yep this is usually when it happens um i like just now start thinking of the fun and creative thing so i don't want you to think again that as soon as the school year ends i'm like let's go 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 let's think about next year heck no i'm just like let's just i just want to do nothing and it's funny my husband always makes fun of me like the week after school hits it's like almost like that after school year hangover where you're just so exhausted so emotionally and physically drained that you don't really even want to do anything um i kind of more just sit on the couch and binge watch my favorite shows that I've maybe neglected over the over this school year because I've been so busy um and so I don't want you to think again that I don't want you to get the wrong idea that I'm constantly working because that's really unrealistic um 
it's also kind of a good time if you have like little projects that you want to do um like a couple summers ago i made my little crate seats um it's just kind of nice to be able to spread that thing the, those things out like you don't ever want to do too many things kind of in one and again just kind of do the things that make you happy um this is your time to recharge uh and just kind of prepare maybe both mentally and physically for the new year this next year is really i think scary for a lot of us educators because we really truly don't know what it's going to entail um just speaking for myself i haven't heard anything from my district only the fact that they have a safety committee together thinking about the different ideas in order to come back and so it's really hard for me and i'm going to speak on personal personal my personal opinion it's really really difficult for me because i'm such a planner and i'm such a preparer to not be able to plan or prepare because i of the unknown um and i just want you to know that it's okay to kind of feel that stress or that anxiety um it's okay to be afraid of what next year is going to look like but i think if anything corona has kind of taught us that or the covid has taught us that we really can do anything in a pinch and so yes it's not ideal and as teachers we always want to be prepared for everything but that's obviously not always the case and i'm sure you know there's so many times within a lesson where something goes bad and you have to make a quick decision in a pinch um so think of this kind of almost as like that if a behavior problem were to arise that you've never seen before kind of how you would react well, this is something I feel like none of us ever thought would ever happen. And so it's just kind of take the steps that you know you can take and just know that you can't control everything. And that I sadly, or I don't know, sadly, just know that it's in the hands of your administrators and just maybe hope that they have your best intentions at heart. I absolutely adore our principal and I trust her fully. We have a whole full new um we have a full new brand new superintendent brand new um superintendent assistant brand new special ed services position and pretty much a brand new school board so i was already anxious of how this new school year was going to be now on top of covid um it's just kind of really going to be a test to see is this new leadership going to be something that steers us in the right direction, especially during a time that we need it most. Um, and so that's kind of, I guess, my words, my words of wisdom is just you can't stress over the things that you can't control. And this is definitely one of those big, big things that is completely out of our control. Um, and just know that if you guys ever need anything, if your school ends up doing distance learning and you need some tech advice, um, I'm always your girl. I feel like I got a, I'm not trying to toot my horn at all. I'm not one of those people, but I feel like I got a lot of good feedback from my parents when they came to pick up things for students saying they just loved the work that our class did. And so if you feel like you're struggling with that, I mean, I got my master's in digital learning and technology. And so I'm hoping that I was, I would have gotten those responses from parents. So not that again, am I ever saying that I'm an expert because I feel like no teacher is an expert on what happened to us this year. Um, but I feel like I have, 
a quite a bit more expertise than maybe someone that doesn't. And so if you just kind of want someone to talk to or just even listen to you or just kind of bounce ideas off of I'm your girl. Um, I love talking tech and I love when there's new apps or new strategies or new things because I kind of nerd out a little bit. So if you have something cool to share, I'd love to um, hear that too. But with that being said, that's all I have for you guys today and be looking for new episodes to hit every week on Tuesdays. So I hope if you're listening to this on a Tuesday, I hope you guys are having a fantastic Tuesday. Um, And if you're listening to this any other day of the week, I hope you're having a fantastic day in general. It has been so, so nice talking to you guys about just life and things and just letting me drone on and on and on about education and I'm just so excited to kind of get get talking again so again if you guys have any other topics that you'd like me to discuss you're more than welcome to email me at hello mrs harwick at gmail.com you can also send me a direct message via my instagram or you can go on my website hello mrs harwick.com and contact me that way I'm pretty good with communication so really honestly all the any of those channels work Instagram's probably the quickest just because it's at my fingertips. Um, And that's pretty much it. And if you guys could just do me a huge, huge favor, make sure you guys rate and review this podcast. It's kind of what helps me and motivates me to continue to keep going. Um, Share me in your stories. I love reposting those to my stories. And again, it kind of makes me super excited when I haven't posted an episode in a long time and I still see people posting um, the episodes. So please don't be don't afraid to do that. I do love um, reposting those, but I hope you have a excellent, uh, excellent and wonderful time during your summertime, you guys. We as teachers have earned this summer more than any summer ever. And so just really make sure you're doing exactly what your body needs. And I'll see you guys next week. So I guess this is it till next time. Yes, don't forget to check out the show notes for any of the links that I discussed in today's episode. If you enjoyed today so far, please share it with a friend um, because the more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in and I can't wait to see you guys next time.